Well, if you're tuning in with us today, you are a part of the very first Design to Lead Leadership Podcast. And man, we are super excited to be able to start this journey of podcasting. Uh, It's been a desire of mine for a long time to be able to uh, share the things that I read and study and just the things that I'm learning myself as I'm walking through my leadership journey. Um, We called this podcast designed to lead because we feel like that we can help everyone unlock the leadership potential that is in them. Um, And so that's our desire for this podcast. And so if you would do us a favor before we jump into the content today, if you would subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends and of course leave a review, uh, that always helps us to get more people to uh, subscribe and so on and so forth. So Uh, That's something that we would love for you to do, and we hope and pray that you'll actually enjoy the content that we bring to you. So let's just jump right into the content today. We're going to be talking about five basic facts of leadership. Let me start with this quote from John Quincy Adams. Here's what he said. He said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. And that's the truth. Leadership is basically us helping other people get from where they are to where they want to be. And so today, I just want to start out this podcast by giving you five basic facts on leadership. So let's start with fact number one. Fact number one is we are all designed to lead. I believe that. I believe that within each human being that there is a desire to lead. I believe there's the potential to lead. And of course, I know in saying that, a lot of people are going to say, I don't know about that, Casey. I'm not sure that that's the truth. Well, I want to read a passage of scripture for you this morning, and I want you to hear this. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, at the very beginning of creation, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Whenever I read that passage of scripture, that is a mandate by God himself for humanity to lead the rest of the world, to lead all of creation, to have dominion over all of creation. And in my mind, as simple as it is, that's leadership. So each human being is inspired and gifted by God to lead. Now, listen to this statement because I want you to hear this part. We're not designed to lead in everything, in every way, every time, but we are all designed to lead in some things, in some way, sometimes. Let me give you a prime example of this. This coming up Sunday, we're going to have church, and I'm the pastor of the church, and and I used to be in a band years ago, long time ago, and uh, so I can sing, and I know a little bit about music, but my worship leader has been gifted to be able to lead worship. And though I can sing, I'm not going to get up there and lead worship for our church on Sunday. That's his calling. That's what God has called him and gifted him to be able to do. So while I am leading the church as a pastor, he is leading us in worship. And so we're all designed to lead, just not in everything. That's why God has given us different gifts. We are all a part of the body. And we have different gifts given to us by God. And so we exercise those gifts in different areas. And so it's possible for some people to lead in some things, some people to lead in other things. 
And so that's fact number one. We are all designed to lead. Fact number two, we have to understand that leadership is influence. If I had to define leadership, here's what I would say. Leadership is the ability to motivate and to move people to a common goal. Now, one of my favorite preachers in the whole world is Johnny Hunt, pastored at Woodstock uh, Church in Georgia. And here's how Johnny Hunt described leadership. He says, leadership is influence. You cannot lead people you do not influence. Now, if that's true, and I believe that it is, then how do I develop influence? So I want to give you real quickly four ways that I believe that you can develop influence as you try to lead those that are around you. First, you have to be able and be willing to develop relationships, to build relationships. Teddy Roosevelt made this famous quote that's been used countless numbers of times over the years. No one cares about how much you know until they know how much you care. And so that's first and foremost. If you want to influence other people and be a leader, you're going to have to build influence. You're going to have to build relationships. Secondly, you need to help other people succeed. Zig Ziglar said this, you can go anywhere you want to go in life if you help others succeed. And man, I'm telling you, that's true. One of the greatest assets of leadership and influencing other people is building those relationships and helping those people be able to succeed in everything that they do. The third way to develop influence is by making sacrifices. Now, think about it like this. Making sacrifices for others and even for your organization or your ministry gives other people the impression that you actually care. And that speaks volumes to whether they will allow you to influence them. If you don't make sacrifices for the organization, for the ministry, or for the people, then they're just going to assume that you really don't care about them. And so that's not a good way to develop influence. And so you have to build relationships with people, help other people succeed, make sacrifices for those people and for the ministry. And then here's my favorite one. You need to learn to celebrate victories. Man, I love that one. You need to celebrate the victories of other people. You need to celebrate the victories of the organization. Listen, if you have influence with someone and you're building a relationship with them, you're making sacrifices for them, and you're leading them, then man, whenever they do something great and whenever they succeed at something in life, that's just a great opportunity for you to further your leadership influence by celebrating what God is doing in their life and, 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 the, and the next step that they have taken in their leadership journey. And so influence to me is the driving factor in leading people well. You can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't have influence, you won't have anyone to share that knowledge with and you won't have anyone to pass that knowledge on to other people. And so we have to remember fact number two, leadership is influence. All right. Fact number three, leadership is hard. Leadership is hard. I think that's probably the understatement of the century. I've been pastoring a church now for about six years and I was in vocational evangelism before that and pastored another church for two years. And man, I can give great testimony about how leadership is hard, man. It is difficult. It's, it's so very easy for us to get caught up sometimes in the glamours that may accompany leadership, 
but we don't ever need to underestimate the difficulty of leadership. And listen, there's various reasons why leadership is so hard. In a lot of ways, leadership is hard because we're bearing the responsibility of a ministry, ministry, especially if you're a, a president or a CEO or if you're a pastor of a church. Man, you are bearing the responsibility and the weight that comes along with doing your very best to make that ministry or that organization as successful as it could possibly be possibly be. And so you're also bearing the pressure of succeeding. You want everything to go well. You want it to be great. And so, man, there's some pressure that comes along with that. But as a leader, you also have to make tough decisions. And man, that's hard sometimes uh, of knowing when to to hire someone, when to fire someone, when to uh, when to move someone to another position so that they can thrive in another position or if the ministry that they're being a part of is not flourishing to be able to make those tough calls of moving them somewhere else or having difficult meetings with them, um, discerning uh, the proper direction to take the organization. Man, there's a weight that comes along with that. And so there's a lot of pressure of moving ministries and moving organizations forward, but you have to understand this. That's part of leadership. It is hard. You have to make tough decisions. You have to make tough calls. If you expect to lead without going through adversity, then you can expect to fail um, because adversity is going to come. And so you're going to have to just be ready for it. And you're just going to have to make sure that you lead in the midst of the process. So that's fact number three. Leadership is hard. Fact four, this is so important. Leadership is not a position. This is perhaps one of the most glaring misconceptions in the area of leadership. Many people naturally equate leadership with the position, and this is just not the case. Listen to this statement. While exercising leadership may gain you a position, it is possible for you to have a position and not be leading anyone anywhere. See, the danger of believing leadership as a position is that it gives you an unhealthy expectation of others. It causes you to believe that you should or that they should follow just because your position deems it necessary that they follow. But that's just not true. Just because you are called president of a company, just because you're called pastor of a church, that does not mean that you are leading people. In order for you to lead those people, you have to develop the influence. You have to develop relationships with those people. You have to make sacrifices for those people. There's been plenty of people over the years in leadership that have held positions, but they were not leaders. Actually, people underneath them were leaders of the ministry or leaders of the organization. And so leadership does not necessarily equate position though position sometimes gives you an avenue for great leadership. But but don't fall into the trap of believing that you strive for these positions and that's going to automatically make you a leader because that's just not the case. Fact number five, leadership is necessary. It's necessary. Imagine what life would be like if there were no leaders. Think about it. When we lead... We move people, we move organizations, we move 
culture. And so if nobody is leading, then we're not moving forward. We're not making a difference. We're not changing the culture that we live in. And leadership is necessary. It's not only necessary for our own growth, but it is also necessary for encouraging other people in their growth as well. And so whenever you look at these five leadership facts, they're very basic. They're very simple. It's a great place for you to start if you're out there and you're interested in capitalizing on your own leadership potential. But man, you have to pay close attention to these facts because they're true. They're true and they will make a difference in the way that you lead other people. Keep in mind, remember this, you are designed to lead by God. Leadership is influence. Leadership is hard. Leadership is not a position, but leadership is certainly necessary. Let's close out this content today by leaving you with a quote from an unknown author. Leadership instills, or excuse me, leaders instill in their people a hope for success and a belief in themselves. Positive leaders empower people to accomplish their goals. Thank you so much for choosing the Design to Lead Leadership podcast today. Hopefully we have helped you unlock just a little bit more of your leadership potential.